Welcome to The Freedom Sessions, a podcast with just one aim, to get people thinking and questioning. How? Well, hopefully we'll put out some points of view that will stimulate discussion and debate. Anything to help us break free of dumb in all of its forms and many manifestations. Episode 9, Truths, Lies and Questionable Facts Most of us pride ourselves on our honesty. Our businesses talk about honesty and integrity. Most normal people define themselves as being honest and telling the truth. It is important to us, but are we really that honest? Do we really always tell the truth? Well, sadly, it's not as easy as that because this assumes there is only one truth, that it is inviolate, solid and immutable. That is my truth, now tell me yours. This quote attributed to the philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche and favoured by Welsh politician Anurin Bevan points to a very inconvenient truth, but also provides some helpful advice for debating and negotiating win-win outcomes. Often the truth is highly subjective, with its reality being fixed in the mind of someone holding a particular perspective based upon their own biases, worldview and their own context. But with this many variables, the truth can be quite different for another person with a different view and context. We hold this concept of the truth and being truthful so highly as a measure of our moral fibre and integrity that anyone questioning our truth will be met with indignation, anger and an understandable, albeit irrational, defence of their version of the truth. So do we tend to confuse telling the truth with actually being right? Or even more damaging to our self-esteem, do we believe that if anyone doubts our truth, they are actually accusing us of being dishonest. So here's a thought. What if we agreed to hear somebody else's truth without interrupting and then ask them to do the same? Might that help head off any pointless conflicts? So imagine this. Firstly, we each begin by acknowledging that the truth is fluid and subjective. Secondly, if that's so, then we must agree that there is no single immutable truth. Thirdly, it means that we may have different truths, and while different, each is true to the holder of that truth at that moment in time. So then fourthly, imagine opening a negotiation with, you tell me your truth, and I'll tell you mine, and we will really listen to each other without interrupting. We'll be listening to understand before trying to reply. This way, there's no inference that either side is being dishonest or even wrong. This approach will also force both sides to be empathetic, to see the world through the eyes of another. And mutual empathy can lead to reciprocation, with both sides attempting to find a way forward. And this in turn opens the door to a mutual search for new information, new facts and a different context from which to construct a new mutually agreed upon truth. 
So while winning or losing an argument, who's right and who's wrong, is still always going to be important, if we can remove the notion that either side is accusing the other of not telling the truth, then we are protecting both sides' sense of self as honourable, honest and moral people. So while the truth may be subjective, and only facts are empirical, does this also mean that people don't usually lie? Well, sadly, no. Firstly, everyone lies. You, me, all of us. And let's face it, not all lies are evil, and some are told and culturally accepted as stories or rites of passage. The Tooth Fairy, Santa Claus, others in that sort of genre... Some of us tell white lies as well, to spare someone's blushes, to make them feel good about themselves. Others because they don't want to cause a fuss, even when the meal they've been served in a restaurant is inedible. You know the sort of scenario. And how is everything tonight? Oh, just fine, thanks, as you push the food to the side of the plate. Traditional economists like to think that people are rational agents when it comes to decision-making, but this has been disproven by behavioural economists. And the fact is that many of our decisions are not actually consciously made. They just happen. We are driven to act by our emotions. In market research, consumers, or as we would call them people, are often asked questions about why they did or why they do something. Seems reasonable, until we accept that people, and that includes you and me, often just don't know. And this occurs more often than not. But to make matters worse, we find it almost impossible to admit it. I mean, that would be like admitting we're no better than amoeba. Stimulus, response, stimulus, response. So, instead, and with no conscious attempt to deceive, we instantly create a reason to explain why we did what we did. And then we believe it. And this can get even more murky, because most of us, unless we're sociopaths, are motivated to be cooperative, agreeable and helpful. And so in the absence of an answer to the question posed to us, we will search our mental filing cabinets to find what seems to be an acceptable answer for the question that was just posed to us. And again, this is not done consciously, or it's not an attempt to deceive, and it happens instantly. And all of this is before we factor in the deliberate lies that people will tell to cover up something or for personal gain. So if we are hardwired to lie about a lot of things because we really don't understand why we do what we do and our brain constructs answers to back rationalise our behaviour and then believes it and on top of that there are times when we tell deliberate lies is it any wonder that the truth is fluid and subjective. What does this all mean as we try and navigate what is now described as a post-truth world? Is the search for truth a complete waste of time? Should we even bother? Well, yes we should, because we do need to understand ourselves better and because understanding is knowledge. We know that people's trust in politicians and businesses is in decline and we know that consumers have had enough. They want to know what an organisation actually stands for, what they believe in and what good they're doing. 
and perhaps in this subjective, post-truth world, the importance of purpose, vision and values as proxies for truth has never been greater. Perhaps if these proxies are authentic, they help people align with others who have similar beliefs and values. This is what Dr. Daniel Wegner had to say in his 2002 book, The Illusion of Conscious Will. He said, Our experience of will is an illusion, but this illusion is crucial for our concepts of morality and personal responsibility. So, after all, if the truth is subjective and conscious will is a critical and crucial illusion, perhaps a well-articulated code of behaviour and a brand manifesto is good enough. At least people can then objectively assess an organisation's performance against its own brand narrative and whether, in fact, its values seem to align with the individual. In the last episode, I interviewed author, leadership coach and practitioner Nick Leach about purposeful leadership. And it's a big subject, and so in future episodes, I'm going to dig deeper into the quest for purpose, not only in the organisations we work for or engage with, but in our personal lives as well. So we've talked about truth, we've talked about lies, and the things that seem to be immutable are actually facts. And we can attempt to uncover the facts of a situation. But we need to know that we are talking about facts. Facts are not actually as interpreted by people with their own biases. And that makes finding out the truth, the the subjective truth, the actual fact, even more difficult. And one thing is certain, as we're increasingly bombarded by conflicting information, news and advertising messages, we have to be able to think for ourselves and we need some tips, tricks and tools to think critically about issues that impact upon us. So to help with this, in the next episode of the Freedom Sessions, I'll be chatting with my friend Carl Davidson. He's the founder of Research First, a great research organisation based in Christchurch in New Zealand. He's the author of nine books. His areas of expertise include consumer behaviour, research design and behavioural change. He's an adjunct fellow at the University of Canterbury's Business School, where he also teaches business research methods, and we'll be chatting about critical thinking. But knowing him as I do, probably a lot of other things will come up as well. If you want to find out more about our lack of rationality and decision-making, and you just want to dip your toes in, you could read the article, Do You Really Know Why You Do What You Do? I've put a link to this article in the episode 9 notes. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Sessions. Our mission is simple, to provoke debate, awaken critical thinking and to help people break free of dumb in all of its many forms. I'm Lee Parkinson and until next time, keep safe, healthy, happy and well.